Greetings and a warm welcome to today's episode of the Word Breakdown Podcast. It's your host once again, Alexander Quinu, and I'm delighted, excited to share with you the Word of the Lord once again. If today is your first time listening to the Word Breakdown Podcast, God bless you for tuning in. God bless you for being here. If you're already a listener of the Word Breakdown Podcast, God bless you once again for tuning back in and coming back to listen to the word of the Lord. And I would urge you all to share the link. I would urge you to continue to share the link on social media and through your contact list. Um, anyone that you meet on the street, share the word of the Lord with them. And God will bless you so much. Today we are going to talk about the blood and the price the blood and the price we will talk about the blood of Jesus we will talk about the representation of the blood in the Old Testament in the time of Moses and the children of Israel we will also um, delve deeper into subsequent episodes where we'll talk about Jesus being the high priest, how he gave himself up as a sacrifice and where he laid his blood at the mercy seat where God is seated or where God is present. And I I trust God so much that this word of God is going to be a blessing to you. And it's going to help you understand more about the blood of the lamb that was slain. Before we enter into scripture, let's share a word of prayer. Father, we bless you. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. We acknowledge your holy name for what you have done for us, who you have been in our lives and we are grateful for how far you have brought us today your word is coming to us and we know how powerful we know the power of the word we know its sharpness and accuracy let this word that is coming let this word that is being spoken let it be made manifest in our lives let this word be the greatest thing that we've ever had the greatest thing that we will ever hear today and the rest of our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus that we have prayed. Amen. So we are going to take our first scripture. We, the whole theme, the blood and the price is based on this particular scripture and the book of first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 and 20 first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 and 20 the bible says that what know ye that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. 
for ye are bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's we will dwell more on verse 20 where scripture makes us understand that we are bought or we have been bought with a price and in other translations or other versions good news bible says that he bought you for a price so use your bodies to group he bought you for a price so use your bodies for god's glory niv says that you were bought at a price therefore honor god with your bodies and nlt says that for god bought you with a high price so you must honor god with your body so now we have seen what scripture is saying about us being bought with a price we now know and we now have a fair idea that we were not just picked or taken or chosen from a particular place or a particular location but when jesus came and he died on the cross and he shed his blood that blood was the price that blood was what he used as a transaction to pay for our sins so we get to understand or we get to know that we were bought with a price we were bought with a price but what was the price what did god use to buy us or to purchase us in first peter chapter 1 verse 18 and 19 the bible says that for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot and other scriptures other versions nlt says that for ye know or for you know that god paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors and it was not paid with mere gold or silver which lose their value it was the precious blood of christ the sinless spotless lamb of god so scripture is helping us understand that we were at a particular place we were in a particular condition we had a particular lifestyle that we inherited a lifestyle that we got a lifestyle which was not our own but that lifestyle was an empty life which was inherited from our fathers 
inherited from our ancestors, inherited from people who came before us. And scripture is helping us understand that that transaction that went on to deliver us or take us out of that empty life that we inherited wasn't as a result of payment with gold or payment with silver which obviously loses its value over time but the bible says that it was the precious blood of christ the precious it wasn't just the blood of christ but it was the precious blood of christ the sinless spotless lamb of god so now we understand that we were in a particular lifestyle we were in a particular place a particular location a particular domain and that particular place that we found ourselves wasn't as a result of us living that life or wasn't as a result of us actually performing those actions but we were in that situation because our forefathers lived a particular lifestyle and we bared that consequences we bared that backlash and god came in and he delivered and he gave us his only begotten son and it was as a result of the blood of his son which was precious that delivered us that was the means of transaction to deliver us from that particular lifestyle into a life of the kingdom of god so I didn't want to dwell much on this scripture because we'll come back to it. That is our anchor scripture for this theme, the blood and the price. But before we talk about being bought with a price, we need to understand what the blood is and what the price is. And now we've come to understand that the price and the blood are connected to each other the blood of jesus is what gave us the result of eternal life it gave us the result of what we have today but the blood of jesus didn't only contain that eternal life but there were a lot of things that contained the blood because in the blood there is preservation in the blood there is strength in the blood there is there is victory in the blood there are all sorts of things that we can get from the blood of jesus it is with the blood that we get victorious it is in the blood that we get protected it is in the blood that we get preserved so we need to first understand what the blood of jesus is or what the blood is and then we can move on from there there is one misconception there is one thing that i i would want to address and usually when we talk about the blood of jesus or when we talk about the blood many at times we have the idea of 
the liquid and then the reddish substance the liquid and then the color the liquid and then the color but the blood of jesus is not the liquid and the color but as we go on and as we get to understand what the blood is we'll get to understand what the blood of jesus is so in the book of hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 the bible says that and to jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of abel we'll be going through king james and then we'll go through other versions as well so that we get a clearer understanding of what scripture is making us know in the good news the bible says that you have you have come to jesus who arranged the new covenant who arranged the new covenant and to the sprinkling blood that promises much better things than does the blood of abel in nlt the bible says that you have come to jesus the one who mediates the new covenant between god and the people and to the sprinkling blood and to the sprinkled blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of abel so scripture is helping us understand the nature of this blood is helping us understand the nature of the blood of jesus and the the bible is saying that we have come to jesus the one who is the mediator between god and the people the one who mediates the new covenant the one who mediates the new covenant between god and the people and to the sprinkled blood and of this wise is the blood the blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of abel so there is something that we need to understand here that speaketh better things than the blood of abel that speaketh better things than that of abel so scripture is making us understand that the blood of abel spoke and blood has the ability to speak blood has the ability to speak and the reason why i am saying that blood has the ability to speak is because there is life in the blood we'll get to that point but have you ever wondered have you ever asked yourself this question that anytime i go to the hospital anytime i see a doctor anytime i take any test or i go for my lab results and i go for any lab tests and etc 
have you ever wondered why the disease that was afflicting you or the disease you thought was afflicting you the test results that comes out will speak or will say something different which is not in line with what you thought was actually afflicting you so you can go to the doctor you tell the doctor that my head aches me you tell the doctor that i i I have problems with my stomach you tell the doctor that i've been feeling this kind of tiredness and i feel it's malaria or i feel it's um, typhoid or i feel it's something else but the doctor doesn't give you drugs based on what you tell him because you are a man that you can lie remember numbers 23 verse 19 god is not a man that he should lie it is in the nature of a man to lie but it is not in the nature of the blood because the blood has life in it and the blood can speak so when you go to the hospital and then you tell the doctor what is wrong with you you tell the doctor how you are feeling you tell the doctor what you have been experiencing for the past few hours or few days you realize that a sample of your blood is taken for further tests and it is in it is it is just the the blood that is taken it is just your blood that is taken but at the end of the day when the result comes the, the results come accurately telling you exactly what is wrong with you and telling the doctor what drugs he or she should prescribe to you so now the blood that is taken as a sample either goes through technology or goes through a particular microscope where the doctor will look deep into your blood to see what how your blood is reacting to certain things and those are like in the health sector what doctors actually do but the whole end game is for the doctor to get an understanding of what exactly you are going through without your lips or without you in his ears telling him what is wrong with you so at that point in time the doctor is listening to what the blood is saying the doctor is listening to what the blood is actually feeling the doctor is telling you or the blood is the blood is telling the doctor what you are actually feeling the blood is telling the doctor what what it is actually saying and the doctor comes out and then gives an accurate analysis of what you are going through and he or she prescribes drugs for you to drink or for you to take in and that disease or that affliction goes away that is the same way when the bible said that the blood of jesus or the blood of of sprinkling it speaketh better things than that of abel it speaketh better things than that of the blood of abel so we know that the story between cain and abel these two brothers where where cain killed his brother and the bible makes us understand in genesis chapter 4 verse 10 
genesis chapter 4 verse 10 where the bible says and he said what hast thou done the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground and god was speaking to cain and he said unto him what hast thou done what have you done the voice of thy brother's blood the voice of your brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground so in as much as abel was dead in as much as abel was gone his blood there was still life in his blood and that life in the blood had the ability to speak and to cry for vengeance from the lord and god heard that cry and god approached cain and god asked him because he heard the cry of the blood and he responded to that cry and the book of hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 is helping us understand that jesus who is the mediator of the new covenant jesus who died and he resurrected and his blood was used as a price his blood his blood was used as a transaction the bible is making us understand that his, his blood also spoke and in this wise did his blood speak his blood speaks of forgiveness his blood speaks of protection his blood speaks of preservation his blood speaks of strength his blood speaks of all these things but the blood of abel spoke in the wise of vengeance tonight child of god know that your blood also has the ability to speak that is why doctors have the ability to read and to know what your blood is saying that is why you know that the blood that is why when you go to the hospital you get a full analysis of what is actually wrong with you let's take leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 the bible says in leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 that for the life of the flesh is in the blood and i have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul scripture is helping us understand for the life of the flesh is in the blood for the life of the flesh is in the blood so i'm coming back to my point where i said that anytime you think of the blood of jesus don't think of the liquid and the color don't think of how red it is don't think of the quantity of the of the liquid but when you think of the blood of jesus think of the life within the blood so leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 
is saying that for the life of the flesh is in the blood if the if there wasn't any life within the blood then that blood of abel wouldn't have the ability to speak and to request for vengeance from the lord if there wasn't any life within the blood then jesus or after jesus died or the blood of jesus wouldn't have the ability to speak forgiveness or to speak victory or to speak strength if there is no life in the blood then when you go to the hospital doctors shouldn't be able to diagnose diseases from just a sample of the blood that they take from you so the life of the flesh is in the blood and note that the scripture is not saying that the life of the flesh is the blood there is a difference between the life of the flesh is the blood and the life of the flesh is in the blood so when you break down the flesh and you find the blood don't stop there don't stop at where you find the color and you find the liquid don't stop there but break down further and then open the blood as well and within the blood you find the life of that flesh you find the life of that flesh so you know when you go to the hospital you 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 can actually donate blood and that blood is actually kept inside a container or inside a sack and that blood may either be transferred directly from you to another person or that blood is stored and have you asked yourself why that blood that is stored or that blood that comes out of your of your body doesn't die because when somebody gets injured or when your your blood falls from your body onto the ground you realize that after some seconds after some minutes the blood dries out and the cells begin to die out but when you are transfusing blood or transferring blood from your body into another body you realize that the blood comes out of your body and yet that blood is still alive and that blood is still able to go into another person's body and give life to that body so when doctors store blood the blood is still intact and still alive to make sure that it can also sustain someone else for someone else to continue living so it is inside the blood that there is life it is inside the blood that there is life it isn't the blood that is the life but within the blood there is life within that blood so within the blood of jesus there is life in it so when you think of the blood of jesus the next time don't think of the 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 blood of jesus in liquid or in color when you are speaking or declaring the blood of jesus over your life over your academics over your marriage over your certificates over any aspect of your life release the life of god release the blood of jesus knowing that that is the life of god 
but we will also subsequently will tackle the blood of jesus as releasing the blood of jesus as children of god like how the children of israel did when god was coming to visit them in egypt when god came with the spirit of death to destroy or to kill all the firstborns and we'll look at that too but before that let's look at revelations chapter 12 verse 11 revelations chapter 12 verse 11 and the bible says and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony so he's saying that our scripture is making us understand that there are two things that made them overcome him there are two things that made them overcome and the first thing was the blood of the lamb and the second thing was the word of their testimony the word of their testimony today we are tackling the blood of the lamb but let me touch a little bit on the word of their testimony so what scripture is making us understand the blood of the lamb which actually does the job that is the life of god or the life of christ the life that is beyond every other life when that when when that life of god or when the blood of jesus speaks on your behalf and you overcome it does not end there that is what the scripture is saying it doesn't end there but then it is a continuous process so even when you overcome by the blood of the lamb don't end there but continue to give out a word of the testimony or a a testimony that comes out of the victory that the blood of jesus gives to you so now there is the blood of the lamb and there is the word of the testimony and you know there is one thing that i've come to understand many a times as children of god we get the blood of the lamb to overcome for us but we don't continue with the word of the testimony we don't actually give out the testimony because it's either we are shy it's either we don't feel like sharing or we feel it is not that important but this scripture is helping us understand and helping us know that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and that is the part where god will actually do his work at that point in time we just need to fold our arms we just need to sit tight and watch as god helps us overcome by the blood but after god has done with his work he gives or he lifts it unto us and then he says my son my child over to you now it is time for you to speak with your mouth it is time for you to give a testimony and then the whole thing is sealed so he is making us know that by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony and when it comes to the word of the testimony there is this thing that 
I have come to know and understand when God actually is healing the sick or when God is giving someone a new life or when God is actually doing something in our lives you realize that the power of God that is needed for that thing to be executed is not that much as compared to the power of God that is needed when you are giving the testimony and it is one thing that we need to put at the back of our minds God will not exert a lot of power when he's healing but he will exert a lot of power when he is when it is time for you to give the testimony so he strengthens you he makes sure that you have that boldness for you to give that testimony and that is the weapon or that is a weapon that we use to destroy and to cast down the works of the devil because at that point in time the devil knows that when it gets to testimony when it gets to testimony you will not give that testimony or when it gets to testimony if you give that testimony that is the end of their works but when you don't give that testimony then the work that god has begun it doesn't become a complete work or you don't fully overcome because you have only overcome by what god has done you have only overcome by the blood of the lamb but you haven't yet overcome by the word of the testimony or by the word of your testimony so in sharing your testimony in sharing what the lord has done for you it is part of the process of overcoming a particular situation or overcoming a particular problem so child of god i just want you to put this at the back of your mind know that in sharing your testimony you are sharing what the lord has done for you and you are completing the process because well, during the blood of the lamb when the life of god fights or speaks for you in wise or in the sense where you need that particular life or you need the blood to speak for you that is god doing his part that is god actually working for you so that brings us to the book of exodus the book of exodus chapter 12 verse 7 exodus chapter 12 verse 7 now when you read from the um, verse 1 god was speaking to his servant moses and aaron on the passover and in verse 7 he makes them understand and he says that and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it and they shall eat the flesh so jump to verse 11 and 12 where the bible says that and thus shall ye eat and thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand and ye shall eat it in haste it is the lord's passover for i will pass through the land of egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of egypt both man and beast and against all the gods of egypt i will execute judgment 
I am the Lord. And when we continue to read from verse 28 to 29, verse 28 to 29, the Bible says that the same way the Lord spoke, spoke, the same way the Lord said it, that is how he did it. In verse 28, the Bible says, the Bible says, and the children of Israel went away and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. So did they. And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of cattle so the same way the lord spoke it that was the same way it happened but god first gave a command to moses and aaron to give to the children of israel that with the blood of the lamb that they strike or that they kill let them smite the blood upon their doorposts and that will symbolize or that will show or that will speak when the spirit of the lord or when the spirit of death appears in the land of egypt that night and the children of israel when they heard it they did it as the lord had commanded and the bible makes us understand that even during the time when this instruction was given to the children of Israel, when the Lord instructed them to smite the blood of the lamb that was slain upon the doorposts, the Bible says that the only thing that they had to do was follow the instructions of God, was for them to eat of the flesh of the lamb that they killed so god gave them an instruction in verse 8 and they shall eat the flesh in the night or in that night roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it so he the the only thing that god was telling the children of israel was that this blood that you are smearing upon the doorposts this blood that you are you are living as a sign upon the doorposts is just a dramatization of how the son of god or how my son will come and then he will also shed his blood and his blood will be a symbol or a sign to those who believe and receive him and look at how God came in the night. And when he came, he said that when I see this, when I see the blood on your doorpost, I will pass by. But to them that didn't have that on their doorpost, I will smite and I will kill their firstborn, both man and then beast. So the blood of the lamb that was on the doorpost of the children of Israel was speaking and actually communicated with the spirit of the lord that came that night so when the spirit came and they saw the blood that was when the blood would communicate to the spirit and say this child or this family 
or this home is covered with the blood child of god that is the same way we are covered with the blood and what they actually did inside within the house during the time or during the night that the spirit of the lord came was only for them to eat as the lord had instructed them and they were not on their knees praying they were not on their knees pleading they were not on their knees asking god not to kill them or not to take away their firstborn but they were just instructed to eat and that is the same way we as children of god after the death and the resurrection of jesus after jesus took his blood and then he presented it at the feet or at the at the mercy seat the bible makes us understand that that blood is still speaking on our behalf but as children of god or as christians the mistake that we usually make is that we continue to plead the blood of jesus we continue to ask the blood to speak on our behalf we have all made that mistake we have all said that thing before we have all asked and pleaded on behalf of or on we have all asked and pleaded god that let the blood of jesus speak on my behalf but the life of the flesh is in the blood so the life that is in the blood of jesus is what is speaking on our behalf and we no longer need to go into the presence of god and ask him for the blood of jesus to speak for us because as because as we received the as we received jesus christ as our lord and personal savior as we believed in our hearts and we confessed with our mouths the blood of jesus began to speak for us from the time that we accepted him into our lives and that blood will continue to speak and continue to speak and continue to speak in our lives forever and ever so child of god i want you to know this at the back of your mind the blood of jesus has the ability to speak and the blood of jesus is not the liquid it is not the substance it is not the color it is the life that is within the blood that is what is speaking on our behalf and it is that life that is preserving us it is that life that is helping us it is that life that is protecting us it is that life that is helping us forgive our neighbors and making us whole and making us new and we no longer need to to we no longer need to plead the blood because the blood has already been spilled the blood has already been taken the blood has already spoken for us because we have overcome by the blood of the lamb so all that we need to do now when we enter into a situation is to give a testimony even if we haven't seen it faith is what we walk by we don't walk by sight but we walk by faith and it is that faith that helps us and that makes us know that it has already been done and we have already been delivered so child of god i want you to know this at the back of your mind the next time when i come i will talk about jesus the high priest also under the blood and the price how jesus died and the connection between moses the ministry of moses which is the law 
and the ministry of Jesus, which is grace, and how Moses and Jesus had a veil, or how the veil was on Moses, and how Jesus came and then he rent the veil into two, and he gave us access into the throne room of God and he made us know what is within the room and now there is no longer a high priest who now goes into the holies of holy into the holy of holies to to sacrifice a blood and to sacrifice a lamb and with the blood the atonement of sin occurs but now jesus who has now become the blood of the lamb the ultimate blood has done it once and for all for us so child of god i want you to anticipate the next time that i come the next time that i release an episode it's going to be lovely god is going to help you understand how the blood works and who and how and god is going to help you understand the blood of jesus more and the symbol of the son of god within this context i want you to know that god loves you and he wants the best for you and i love you as well until next time have a blessed week shalom